Hey guys, welcome to my first ever podcast. I am Hans Gobrinson, and today we're going to talk about the principles for school mathematics. There's a bunch of them, but I'm probably just going to stick with the equity curriculum and teaching principles. Uh, so let's start with the equity principle. And as a teacher, we have to make sure we have high expectations for our students while giving them all the support they need to succeed in the classroom. And what I really mean with equity is that no matter who the student is, they deserve the opportunity to learn. And this does not mean that each student should be given the exact same instruction, but they should be given accommodations to uh, access the beautiful education we all know it to be. And this starts with understanding that we have to move beyond the thinking that only some kids can understand math or that some kids will never excel in math. Uh, this is diving into a pretty deep lie if we really want to go down that path. Maybe one student wasn't being taught the best way that they learn, while another student are constantly being taught the correct way that they best learn. And something I can back this up by is that I once read an article of a girl who was having tons of issues in the classroom. Like she would get up, she couldn't focus, she couldn't just stay in her seat because it just wasn't working for her. She couldn't focus on what the teacher was saying because it was always lecture-based. And her parents were so worried that they brought her to a therapist and tried to figure out what the heck was going on. And the therapist, I'm not going to get in the whole story, but the therapist ultimately said that she's a dancer. And uh, meaning if we bring that back to the classroom, she learns best from movement. And sitting in her seat is going to drive her crazy. She won't learn that way. And so if she expresses learning through movement, then she'll actually learn things. So if the teacher made lessons that promoted movement around the classroom to maybe learn math or history or whatever it could be, then she's going to learn because that's the best way she's going to learn. And that's a huge component of teacher of equity because they all deserve this, the accommodations to learn in the classroom. Next I want to talk about is the curriculum principle. And for this, I want to start off saying that curriculum must be expressed in an articulate way. It must, or like it can and must lead students to later on study deeper material and ultimately lead them to abstract math where problem solving is your only key to successfully completing a problem. Uh, the beautiful thing about curriculum is that all math is <clears throat> connected, excuse me, <clears throat> and that there are like absolutely no isolated topics. Everything is intertwined in some way or form. So if a teacher is not connecting topics with other topics, then they're not doing their job as a teacher. So when we lesson plan, as like a teacher, we desperately need to think about the end goal of the lesson that we're creating. So put some thought into the lesson and plan out what the students should ultimately know and find out what they're learning like will ultimately allow them to study like later is is what they're learning now going to help them like later on with their uh, advanced mathematics. So like with curriculum, we are wanting to study themes and not to replicate uh, past education that doesn't need to be rehearsed. Uh, perhaps what we should be most interested in in teaching, and I'm talking about the topics in those earlier years. So let's say from kindergarten to around eighth grade, these topics should be there that should be taught 
should be topics that should be mastered and easily uh, transferable from topic to another topic. So what I mean is like the study for uh, proportions, for example, this has a lot of application outside of just knowing a proportion, like two thirds equals four six. Like it has so much more of an application than that. It's used in a slope, like rise over run, the proportion from one point on the graph is always the same proportion to another point in the graph, if we're not counting y-intercepts. Uh, it is used in store purchases, like two, two bags of buns is $8. How much is six bags of buns worth? Like that, that is a proportion. And it's even used in differential equations. So like the highest level of math in like undergrad. And of course you do differential equations past undergrad, but uh, nonetheless. Um, and that sort of sums up uh, curriculum um, as a brief overview of what this really is. And the last one I'm going to teach or talk about uh, is the teaching principle. And as the general base for what this really is, it's that teachers need to challenge their students to learn whatever they have to learn and allow them to learn it more deeply than just solving for something. Um, they need to teach the meaning behind what is being solved. I recently watched a video about assessment and the one guiding the PowerPoint was saying that a majority of middle school students could solve for a variable and equation that was given real world context, but they have absolutely no idea what that variable is solved for or what it even means like what does x mean like yeah you solve for the variable x but they probably don't know what words to put with x to give it a lick of meaning of course teaching math is difficult and considered complex but we do as a nation as a state uh we do know some effective teaching practices that have worked and we have to be able to know our students, we have to know how they learn, and we have to back up those with sound pedagogy. But even having sound pedagogy, but like not just having that, but to also know the ins and outs of the subject that we're, that we're knowing, or that, that we're teaching, excuse me. But um, what, like what would happen if a student asked a question that should be easily capable by the teacher to solve and the teacher has either forgot or they never even knew how to solve it like wouldn't it be beneficial if a student from another class could come to you for help because the teacher in their like in their class doesn't make sense like my goodness often when i have some students often like at mathnasium and they come to me with homework questions from school i will help them with one thing and then my mind immediately goes to a thousand different things yet like that are all mathematical concept concepts that are related and I want to teach them all to them. So like, yeah, okay. I've digressed a little bit, but I know there isn't no right way to teach and teaching isn't exactly a formula. So there are a multitude of ways of teaching, but the teacher has to make sure they don't just stick to a lecture based lessons, but that, cause that is not a good teaching principle and that won't get any student who has already struggled in math to excel in math. And I'll probably leave it off here. I could talk about the learning assessment and technology principles, but I'm kind of running out of time. Uh, but yeah, this was my first ever podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed and learned something new and hopefully this will continue. Well, we'll see if it continues, but thanks for listening.